Oh yeah, baby. All right. Yeah. You you're doing a little betting in, in Illinois, right? It's legal. You can do it. Yeah. Um, I've lost I get way too ambitious <laughs> to just stick to the money line. I have to yeah. put all my money against UMass football, which is <laughs> you, got, you got the sweatshirt to prove it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took them, I took them, uh, what was it, minus 38 or something against BC. Yep. Oh, I can't yep. swear. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. No holds barred yeah. on Zoom. Okay. Just making sure that Mrs. Clapp wasn't doing in. No. Um, I think those days are over. Is she out on the pod? They, they, they watch Fox 9 and 9 now. <laughs> uh, okay. How do I tune into that? Uh, I'll give you a link if you want it. I do want you it. Just, All right. You just can't uh, – if you click the wrong button, you might upload some stuff to YouTube, and that could look bad for me. So, you know. Proceed what? with college. Right, whatever. You want this parlay, and then i got to get back to work? Yep. All right. Yep. First one. <laughs> All right. We can see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got Jags plus 10 and a half against the Colts. All right. Cause I think that their pass rush was looking good last week. You get Wentz under some pressure. Second half, he gets frustrated with the fact that he can't push the ball like he wants to. I think there's going to be room for some error there. Uh, I like the Jags plus 10 and a half. They're not going to win, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I also got the Falcons plus nine. I believe they're at Dallas. I think the yeah. offense has been turning it up a little bit. I kind of like them. In that spot, especially with the way the Dallas looked last week, pretty lethargic. Um, they've been winning games. Not all of them have been real convincing, though. You know, mm-hmm. came to um, like McCarthy might be showing some wear and tear uh, on his mental capacity. So <laughs> I'm just going to take the Falcons not half there. <laughs> and then I got uh, Pats Browns under 45 because there are just no healthy running backs. You got Chubb, who's on the COVID list. Uh, I believe that Kareem Hunt is not playing. Then both Damian Harris and Ramon J. Stevenson are in uh, concussion protocol. So it's going to be yeah. on Baker and Mac Jones to kind of control the game in the passing game, or else you're going to have to go up against both defensive lines, which are looking really good. I think both pass rushes will be effective in this game. It's between Miles Garrett on the Brown side, and then uh, Christian Barmore has been really stepping up the past D line. Um, obviously, Matthew Judon's been balling out. Hey, don't sleep though, because Matthew Judon had a kid this week, so I don't know that he's really been practicing that much. Might be on that 
He's either going to have dad strength or uh, yep. from all That's the Patriots the insider right so, there. <laughs> yep, there you go. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Lee was ready to anoint the Patriots as the best team in the AFC. What say you? Yeah, no, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Korean, generally, though, are you, are you content with the way things have looked thus far for the Patriots? Do you think that there is a promise there? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I do have concern, though. Can you hear me still? Yeah. yeah. All right, so, yeah. I mean, obviously, just the thing that concerns me is, you know, looking forward. Like, do you mean in terms of this season or going forward? I mean this season and kind of going forward, but ultimately the fact that they started two and four and their only wins were against the Jets and the Texans. And yes. since then they've won, they've won three games. And I know the Panthers and, and Jets, again, aren't necessarily good wins, but being able to beat the Chargers in that game and, and the way they've won these games against the Jets and the Panthers, they kind of do look like a playoff team. Um, no, I- obviously Mac Jones and his progression as a rookie, like are you – you know, is there anything that I guess gives you pause in believing that the Patriots are kind of well on their way to continuing their their success as long as Belichick remains the head coach for the next five to ten years? Yeah, and I mean, there was just so much turnover between last season. So you mm-hmm. look at, you know, they're in every game. First game, week one, anything can happen. Tough loss to Miami, but honestly, yeah. should have won the game if they weren't putting the ball on the ground. Um, I think week two was week two the Jets game. The lot the other losses yeah. like. You were right there with the Bucks, who are far and away a better roster than you. I think. Yep, Dallas too. Dallas as well. Yeah, um, but I think the defense is really starting to find the chemistry, and I'm seeing that the last two games. Um, you know, and it, it's a mix between older guys who kind of lost a step, like Dante Hightower, but he's helping bring along guys like Christian Barmore. Um, Uche's lost a lot of snaps just because there's so much depth at the linebacker position. Obviously, mm-hmm. Judon's a stud, probably the best free agent signing from the. Um, in all of the NFL last, I want to say in the offseason. Yeah. Know but obviously, it's just been carrying the defense so far, putting pressure on the quarterback, stopping the run. Um, and, yeah, I, I think that we're starting to see them find their stride. There is, you know, I have concern. If you're looking for points of concern, definitely in the secondary. I think defensive back, we're super thin. Um, J.C. Jackson's kind of been balling out, um, you know, Obviously, I think he has, like, the most picks in the NFL since, like, 2018 or something. Yeah. But a lot of that used to be because, you know, people thought because they were throwing his way rather than throwing near Gilmore. But last two games, he's had three picks, I believe. Two in the last game, one for pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side of you generally starting Jalen Mills. Concern there for sure once you get into – up against a good playoff team. So, we'll see. We'll see how it progresses. Um yeah. Uh, no, I think he's good. I think he was a good pick. Aiden, do you think the Patriots are are better than the Bills, or or how how close do you think they are? Roster wise, just in terms of you know they're playing in uh, the playoffs, or you know just going forward, if the Bills are one of the better teams in the AFC and a team that's going to be contending uh, for the AFC championship. I mean, roster wise. Um, the Bills are better, for sure. I think they've got an experienced quarterback, probably physically better quarterback. Uh, receivers, I take three guys on their, in their receiving core over um, anyone in our receiving core. Um, 
But well, I guess like who are you concerned about in the AFC? Are you not really? Do you think the Patriots belong in that conversation and are are just as? I think the first game. I think they're at Buffalo. When is it? Like, I think it's later this at the end of this month. That'll be a good measuring stick game because I, I honestly think that they can compete to them just because they went out there and competed them with a much worse team and honestly should have won last year if Cam doesn't drop the ball in the fourth quarter. Um, and then I don't know, dude. Like, what do you guys think about the Chiefs? Because like mm-hmm. they're bad. I mean, they're just. I mean, they're not the Chiefs of old. Is kind of it. Dynasty over. Did Brady end that dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have. I mean. The reason – I don't know. I don't know if I think the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. I think that might be going too far, obviously. But I think the Patriots can beat anybody in the AFC. I think the Patriots can go into Kansas City and win a game. I think they can go into Buffalo and win a game. I sure think they can go into Tennessee and win a game. Um, we saw them go into L.A. and win a game. I just think the way the AFC lines up, um, as of right now, it seems like maybe Baltimore is the best team in the AFC on paper. Perhaps the Chiefs, if you still believe in that. I think New England, although, like you said, the roster doesn't necessarily line up, I do think that with the defense finding their chemistry, with Mac Jones making less mistakes and being able to get through his reads quicker and being a little bit more proficient as the season goes on, that the Patriots can, can nestle their way right into that conversation. And we all know once the playoffs begin, it's kind of anyone's game um, in the AFC this year because I really don't think there is an alpha dog. And going to Baltimore to play a playoff game in my opinion, in 2021 is not nearly as intimidating as going to Kansas City in 2020 or 2019. So I just think the way that that all lines up, I think undeniably that the Patriots have the best coach in the, in the NFL and obviously the AFC. So I think that gives them a little bit of a leg up. I do think Matt Judon was arguably the best signing of this free agency class. So they do have a little bit more veteran leadership on the defensive side of the ball. The biggest concern for me is just like, the vertical passing game and just their reliance on the running backs. But I mean, their offensive line seems to be able to move people and their whole philosophy is kind of just like lean on, on teams offensively, win the field position battle, hopefully get a turnover and kind of rely on your defense and your lack of, of mistakes to win you the game. And that formula seems to be a winning formula for them thus far. So I think as long as they can get into that discussion, um, they're going to be, they're going to be a tough team to, to reckon with, I think, come playoff time. I don't necessarily think teams are going to be excited to play New England, even though they do have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I agree. That, I mean, that vertical pass game is definitely something that, I mean, it's just non-existent in the offense yeah. right now. We've seen that Max started to build chemistry in particular. Hunter Henry, of course, I think mm-hmm. picked up a touchdown the past, like, three, four games. Um, not racking up the yards, but in the red zone has really just been his go-to. Um, and then low-key, like, Belichick or McDaniels keeps taking him off the field, but uh, Kendrick Bourne has made some plays for us, and he's got problems where he's dropping the ball or um, this, that, or the other thing. But when mm-hmm. Mac needs a play to kind of change the game, or you saw it even uh, against the Cowboys, you know, give up the throw the interception to Diggs, runs it back, need a big score, low on time, throws it downfield, Bourne catches it for like an 80 yard touchdown. Yeah. Uh, I think that that chemistry is going to continue to develop and if they're going to be successful against teams like the Bills or the Ravens um, obviously we play the Titans again later in the season uh, that that's going to have to be a relationship that can, continues to develop just because I, I just don't think Aguilar is that guy no uh, so Bourne's going to have to really step up 
Uh, yeah. Aiden, any other any other picks? We're also going to throw out some picks here. You can you can hang around or you can go back to work. You know, you're a busy yeah, man. In a second here, but uh, nope. I would just parlay those threes and get rich. You're welcome. What about the Lions this week? Oh, uh, no, nah, I think you guys would beat the Bears. I think it's a 1 of 15. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Thanksgiving, not typically your day, though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Maybe this year it will be. In the Campbell era, he'll, he'll, he'll usher in a winning Thanksgiving. Yeah. You like to think so. You know, bite some, bite some ankles. Yeah. Up, whatever the hell he was. And kneecap. Yeah, kneecap him. All right, boys. Well, I got to hop back to work. Crean, always a pleasure, buddy. Next time I'm in the uh, in the Windy City, I'll, I'll reach out. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, See buddy. You, buddy. Love you. Go Bees. Adam, love you. Go Bees. Come on, Pasta. Let's go. We're together. Cry when I see you, Let's uh, let's quickly throw out our picks. I know we, we've kind of said a lot of them before. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the Patriots minus one and a half. I'm gonna tail Creham with the Falcons plus nine. How about that? I like that. Let's go, go Matt Ryan. Um, uh, yeah, I'm I like that in, over. I like that over in the Green Bay Seattle game. Forty nine over forty nine. Okay, I'm in on the Bills minus twelve and a half. That's a one unit play. Um, I'm in on a three team. Six and a half point teaser for actually, no, sorry, just six point teaser um, for plus 160. I'm putting a unit down on it. Um, and that teaser consists of the Cowboys minus two and a half, the Bills minus six and a half, and the Seahawks plus nine and a half. Um, and those, as of right now, are my only two plays in the NFL. I'll speed round my college plays after you guys round up your NFL picks. I was plus three units on my college plays, assuming you bet a unit on the spread and a half unit on the under, underdog money lines that I gave out. So I'm going to give those out after you, after you guys round out your NFL picks. Tommy, are we going uh, in together on minus four Rams? 
Yeah, I uh, I think I'm going to go in on minus four Rams. I'm looking right now at some uh, some other things, but as of right now, the only confirmed play that I've wagered is the uh, Ravens minus one and a half and the uh, Raiders plus eight and a half. T's. Uh, yep, T is definitely looking at some some Rams and uh, I got I'm I'm staring at a Falcons plus uh, plus ten right now on my book. Um, that I kind of kind of want to make a greasy teaser, get a little Falcons plus 20, you know, find some big underdog tees. Jeez, oh, man. Any um, sort of uh, friendly wagers, Tommy, on our big Dynasty League matchup? Yeah, big big Dynasty League matchup, man. What a league. Eno. You don't want to make any, you don't want to make any wagers? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give out a parlay too, because I am, I am uh, undefeated the past yeah. two weeks on my three te- or three or two team underdog parlays. I'm going to hit you guys with some knowledge. Um, plus 12.50 on this three-teamer. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Plus 12.50, I repeat. That's, <laughs> that, that, those are some decent odds. Saints money line at Titans. I'm going to call this one the Road Warrior. Okay. Saints money line at Titans. Vikings money line at Chargers. Seahawks money line at Lambeau. Ooh. Plus 12.50. Plus twelve fifty. Uh, that's a little rich for my blood, but it's some some nice return. It is nice. Tommy, return. I don't I don't want to hear what you have to say about my. You don't bet. You, I haven't seen you bet an underdog in six years, so I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> not true. About about my parlay when you were you laughed in my face last uh, week when I gave out the Giants. You laughed in my face because you thought I was blue bleeding like I have in this podcast. Yeah, before. you do because you you, you do blue bleeding. <laughs> it made me a little bit of money. If I'm blue bleeding, made me a little bit yeah, of money. Did, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Oh God! All right, so co- co- college plays. College plays. Speed round. Um, North Carolina Friday night, two to one on the money line over Pitt. Kenny Pickett sucks. He's not good. Wipe those dreams away. He's a fourth round pick at best. Uh, Cincinnati minus twenty three and a half at South Florida. Wyoming plus fourteen and a half at Boise. Plus four ninety on the money line. Mississippi State plus five and a half at Auburn. Georgia minus 20 versus Tennessee. Maryland plus 13 and a half at Sparty plus 425 on the money line. I think the Spartans are due for another letdown after their season crumbled against Purdue. <laughs> also looking ahead to Penn State and Ohio State. Arizona State minus five and a half uh, versus Washington. Tamu minus two and a half at Ole Miss. UCLA minus 16 and a half versus Colorado. Washington State plus 14 at Oregon. Nevada plus 115 at the money line uh, against San Diego State. And that wraps it up. Really uh, love it, Lee. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find myself a, a Georgia first half play. Just take the game. It gets wonky again. I feel like, I feel like. You don't know. You don't know what your first, you first half with. <laughs> what, about the, we... what about the Bills minus four and a half first half? Yeah. First half plays are cheesy, man. Don't be cheesy. Just take the line. Minus 10 also, I want to declare. I want to declare, too. I'm going to tweet this on my Twitter. Not that anyone's going to see it. If, if, if Setson Bennett is the quarterback for Georgia for the rest of the year, they will not win the national championship. I want to make that clear right now because they're the in-house favorite everywhere to win the national championship. If they don't wake up and start JT Daniels, if Kirby Smart doesn't learn from his past mistakes – 
um, as the anti-quarterback whisperer, they will ultimately find their faith in the college football playoff because as good as their defense is, once they go up against other juggernauts, they're not going to be able to, to keep up offensively with Sets and Bennett, with little puny, tiny Sets and Bennett uh, playing quarterback for, for the big, bad Georgia Bulldogs. He, he's just not – he's not going to cut the – he's not going to cut the bill. So uh, I want to make that clear here on the pod. The date is November 10th, and I'm saying that. I like that. Georgia was my preseason pick. I want to make that clear, but it was under the, under the pretense that JT Daniels would be uh-huh. starting Starting the whole game. Our whole year. And now they found, you know, Setson Bennett is not bad, but he's not gonna he's not gonna move the needle when the needle needs to be moved. They found that out last year. So history will, will repeat itself if they don't learn. All right, boys. Always a pleasure talking talking ball. Yes, Anything sir. else? Nothing on my end. Um yeah, I'll I'll, I'll potentially be tweeting out maybe a, a prop or something. I I want to get back into maybe some receiving receiving props. I'm looking forward to this weekend, Tom. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be fun, man. I was, telling, I was, I was telling Lee, uh, you know, I like the way our matchup looks for me in terms of the times of the games, even though it yep. doesn't make any difference. Uh, it doesn't. No, you, I, your, your team's going to blow your load in, in the first window. It, it is true, man. It is true. Barring a uh, barring a, a Van Jefferson insertion into the, to the lineup, I'm going to uh, – it looks like I'm going to be blowing my load. Um, quite early, but yeah, it should be fun. Just happy I got Mr. Unlimited back. Um, that's big, big for the team. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a year for for both of our teams, for for actually everyone's team, full of, filled with uh, you know adversity and how you're gonna fight through adversity. Everyone, everyone's dealt with some adversity in the, the fantasy football season, and it's a great, it's a great metaphor for life. Yep. The back to uh, Dynasty League is a great metaphor for life. Great. All right, boys. Alrighty. See you. Stay safe. Stay scheming.